Good morning, Black and White Nation. Happy Wednesday to everybody. We are back with another morning show here. And um, I got to I gotta really say this here about YouTube here. Um, I actually have a monitor right in front of me. And every time I actually um, start the live show and looking at this monitor, they always put the stream at the lowest level possible. I believe they have it streaming at like 360. You always have to manually go in and put it at 1080. It's annoying. Seriously? Just had yeah. Every single time, man. Because it, it looks fuzzy. You know, especially when you I think this is a 32-inch monitor that I have. Reason number 722 that YouTube can suck. Quit yeah. it. Whatever you're doing, YouTube, quit it. Just stay out of our streams. Yeah. I've seen it on channels. My, on my phone here. I've seen it when I start videos and it always starts at like the lowest level possible. Like it like 120 or something. I, I've seen it like that. It looks terrible. Just throwing it out there. But anyway, <laughs> what's yeah. going on, Rhodes? <laughs> Good morning, Mr. Matrix. Good morning, chat. It occurred to me the other day because, you know, when we come on Monday, but we did not come on Monday because I had to go take care of some personal stuff and. There's stuff that cannot be accomplished on a Sunday day off, uh, things that had to be done during actual business hours. Yeah. And uh, we didn't have the stream, but it occurred to me, I did not tell everybody that I broke my freaking foot Friday. They had no idea that they you broke didn't? that. No, because we were on the it, member stream. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wait, yeah. is your foot actually broken? Because you were telling me the doctor was saying, I think it's broken, but the other guy was saying, I don't think it is broken. <laughs> the, is radiologist, it broken? the radiologist said... I don't think it's broken. The doctor said, well, I do think it's broken, and this is where it's broken. He literally, like, showed me on the on the thing, but the radiologist didn't agree with him. So he was like, okay, well, I guess I got to defer to the radiologist. So I said, well, uh, boot, uh, splint, any of that? He said, yeah, if the radiologist would have said it, I could have put you in all that. I can't. So he sent me on my way. Now, I got lucky because it was at the top of my foot and not like the bottom of my foot, which would have caused all kinds of issues. But, um, yeah, it, it occurred to me that we didn't even talk about that. I dropped a 45-pound plate on my foot the other day, fr last Friday morning. And uh, let me see if I can even – let me see if I can actually – Yeah. Can I put you – Wait, hold on. That's the wrong one. How can I actually show you, you? You just bumped me out of yeah. No, no, I was wondering how can I actually show you and not me so everybody yeah. can see it. And that's that's where the plate actually hit right there on my foot. And uh trust me, it looks so much worse than that right yeah. now. Yeah, Rhodes uh, sent me that, that picture and then I asked him the next day, Hey, how's your foot? He's like my toenails are like black or something like that. That's like, don't send oh, me yeah. a picture. <laughs> my, don't send my me a big, picture. My big toe has actually went from purple into so blue that it like, it looks kind of like this blue now and uh, that it's almost turquoise. And all across my feet is oh. a big purple bruised line. And then my big toes like this big around. Hey, show the picture again. I figured it out, Rhodes. Oh, hold on. Okay. Yeah, now um, now everybody can see you solo. I, man, I forgot. I forgot. There, there's that been some. There's been some updates here in our streamyard that um I don't. We really, all, yeah, right there. And that looks good right there. Oh, compared to even right now, even though I can like walk around on it and stuff, um, because I again it didn't. Oh, sorry, I is, muted you by mistake. <laughs> I hit the wrong button. Sorry. I was trying to bring myself back in. <laughs> and what happened was it, it didn't, the plate didn't fall. Like if this is my foot, the plate didn't fall flat. The plate fell up and down. Where That's the, where all the way it is. Oh yeah. man. Boom. And I just, I was like, oh crap. That's not right. And it, and what happened was I went to slide the plate on the leg press machine. There was a loud noise behind me, and I, I like, turned. I had slid mo a little of the plate on maybe that far. Well, it, 
it started wobbling, the plate did, and it wobbled off. The It spun back off the end, boom, and came down on that foot. Ouch. And, um, yeah, it hurt like hell. It did. Yeah, I'm not going to kid you. And, by the way, guys, wish Rhodes a happy birthday. Is it today or tomorrow? Getting close, 28th. I thought it was the 26th. So your birthday is the 28th. Mine is the 30th. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. thought it was like the 20s. Never mind. Don't wish him happy birthday. Uh, we got another. Yeah. Um, few days. But, two days. Yeah, two days. My bad. Friday. <laughs> Friday. I was well, trying to look, surprise everybody. That, we'll be on the member stream. So today's as good as any day. Oh, yeah, Friday I guess is, so. Friday's yeah, the member Friday stream. Is, so, um, yeah. So wish him a happy birthday now, I guess. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, Lamont, had, right there. As you can guys see, I I shaved. It was by pure accident. I was trying to trim it up, and I, I like, swiped a big piece off and was like, shit, now what? <laughs> so I just I just shaved the rest of it. Now, it's not actually shaved. There's, like, a, a 5 o'clock shadow that, that is how I automatically try to start back out. Uh, my wife is so damn mad at me right yeah. now for shaving. She is just furious. She was like, oh, yeah. shit, you shaved your face. What the hell were you thinking? I was like, I did it by accident. <laughs> she was like, grow it back. I'm like, yeah. I can't grow it back on the spot. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I just noticed something. My birthday is Sunday, so I guess we just, everybody could just wish us both happy birthdays then because we're not going to be live Friday unless you're a part of the member stream. And Sunday, uh, we're not going to be live either. So <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Um, let me go ahead and notice the chat roads over here on Rumble. We got uh, 24 people watching. Uh, you're here. Dragon Smoke 90s here. WWG is in the house. Uh, Patel Ron is in the house. A. Ramos Jr. is in the house. Bart 1979 is in the house. Uh, shout out to all of you guys. Who do we got on the YouTube side, Rhodes? We've got Heston B. We got Osmore 199, Dustin Piper. Forrest, good morning. Misha, Joe Bob Purdue, Mike Jones, Ismail Ruiz, my bad. Norma, Randall Alfrick, Mike Dawson, Dunn Son, uh, Brian Allen, who's a channel member, become a channel member today. Appreciate it. Manny Lamont, tuck of the morning to everybody. <laughs> Oh, I cringe every time I see that, but it is funny. Hassan Brown, Kathleen Johnson, Clown Man. Eh, whoa, whoa, my chat. What? Miss McGee, Omar Smith. I probably missed somebody because my chat jumped. Brantley RNB, Joseph Wooten, Bowsette, Danley Lou, Al Bundy, pulling his hand out of his pants, Mike Osborne, Jim Thurg. Kill, and did I miss anybody when the damn thanks streamyard prick? Okay, yeah, we're good. Okay, All right, good, good. I would have been looking on YouTube actually. <laughs> so, all right, man. I guess we can get this uh, show on the road right now. Roads, um, Ice Cube, man. Tucker on Twitter. He appeared on. I'm assuming that was a Tucker on Twitter episode. Um. He appeared on um, on a Tucker's uh, show. It was like a 12-minute um, show, and boy, he addressed a couple of things. Him and uh, Tucker were actually rolling through the hood. You know, South Central L.A., today was a good day, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And they touched on um, several topics, uh, BLM, Obama, um, also um, uh, the jab. Now, Ice Cube, when it comes to his politics, what I like about him is he is definitely anti-establishment. That's why I really like Ice Cube. He he beats to the tune of his own drum. Now his he's always been anti-establishment. Yeah, yeah. that was his deal, you know. Always. Yeah, he passed up nine million dollars because he didn't want to get the Wuhan virus jab. No second thoughts about it. None whatsoever. Now. His actual politics, like if you actually looked at his um, his uh, what was it called a uh, plan for Black America, I believe that was what it, what it was. 
Yeah. It's definitely a lot of left-leaning stuff in there. That was like, uh, I think I did there a video were, on it. You I know was what? Like, it stinks of socialism. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, but I'm going to keep it real. He actually put in there, you got to be able to work for what you want. Right. Right. I, I mean, it's like, he you're said, not getting he handed said, shit. You, you got to get out and work hard for whatever you want. open to anybody. You there, Rhodes? Yeah. Okay. I'm listening. Some, I don't know if it froze up on my end or your end or what. Something froze up. <laughs> I was so like, why is it? Like, why did you stop talking? <laughs> yeah. Something fro froze up, man. But anyway, um, yeah, he he's willing to work with whoever. He doesn't care. So, and of course, we know Trump worked with him, but we can kick rocks, right? <laughs> uh, look at this here. Ice Cube challenges official COVID BLM narratives and brand new uh, Tucker Carlson interview. And uh, they're actually riding around in uh, L.A. And uh, we're going to watch it. We're going to do a reaction to it. Have you seen it yet, Rhodes? I watched the first maybe three or four minutes of it. You know, my first thought was, holy crap. Look where we are now, where Tucker Carlson and Ice Cube are sitting in the same vehicle, rolling down the street, BSing with each other. Yeah. That's yeah. where we're at now. And, you know, as far as politics go, we've got we've to acknowledge that a lot of people's politics evolves as you age. Yeah. Right? Changes. You get more conservative. You start looking at the world differently. You know, I'm a hell of a lot different than I was at 19 years old. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? So, I think my I think my values were all the same, but I didn't pay attention to politics. I was I crazier mean, than hell. When I was I mean, 1920, I don't think politics was on my mind. I was no, out there hanging out, no. partying, that kind I of thought thing. I, was, I thought I was going to live forever. Yeah. Yep. And know? then when I was 22, I was in the Navy. And definitely not thinking about politics. So, but um, let's go ahead and, and watch this, Rhodes. Here we go. As part of our ongoing, never-ending quest to find the few people in this country who are still willing to say what they actually think out loud, we wound up in Los Angeles recently with the rapper Ice Cube driving through his old neighborhood. Didn't expect that to happen. Here's how it went. Dr. Dre came by this house. I'm going to show you. We're going to ride by. He used to live down the street from me. His cousin, his cousin moved on our block when I was 12. He was 11. Now, his cousin, is he talking about DLC? No, uh, he, it's. I think he's from what I remember. I think he's talking about Sir Jinx, which okay. was one of, one of his producers back in the day, and um, a guy that did some DJ stuff. And Sir, yeah, he he had some dope ass beats back. Look, we should have prefaced this thing by I was a huge rap fan growing up, huge. Oh, this is like, when like, rap was great back. Like in the 90s. all in <laughs> death, death certificate, Predator, Lethal Injection, N.W.A., West Side Connection. Mac 10, WC, all these guys, the DOC, all that West Coast stuff. I knew all of them. You know, Cypress Hill was back in the day over oh, there. Oh, I remember Cypress Hill. And yeah. yeah, yeah. And they all had some some roots and connections and some tentacles going off together. And of course, Ice Cube was massive rapping anti establishment kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Always, always fighting against. Anybody trying to tell him what to do, Ice Cube was not down. He was not yeah. going to have it. Yeah. 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 All right. Here we go. And his name is Sir Jinx. He became one of my producers. Oh, that's him. Yeah. I went solo. Sir Jinx. He moved on the block, and then Dr. Dre was his cousin. So Dre came by a couple of times. It was cool, you know, to be able to see somebody who was actually making making records. Yeah. We were still amateurs. Okay, not at this street, but the next one, make a left. You want to get out there? Or you yeah, we're not getting out because I don't want my pops to be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> All these people coming by my house. You didn't tell me. Oh, your dad still lives there? Yeah. Yeah, my pop still lives there. How long has your family been there? Man, since 1962. These boys, they all grew up on this block, okay? That's my son. That's my whole son. Famously, it's one of the tougher neighborhoods in the city. 
So where are we? we right now we're in Manchester. This right here, that's a cemetery where a lot of people in this area. All right, that's one of the greatest uh, rap videos of all time right there. Just throwing it out there. Laid to rest right there. Anyone you know? Yeah, a lot of people I know. A lot of people I know. Um, a lot of friends, you know, a few family members. Out of all the kids I grew up with, at least 13 of them are dead. And, and that's before they even reached 21. You know, I'm, I just turned 21, so, you know, I... I Thank God that I've even reached 21. This is the block I grew up on, right here. Does this look the same? It, it pretty much looked the same. Uh, you know, but it used to be like more trees. Like every every house had a tree in front of it. And uh, at some point the city started cutting, cutting the trees out. They said that the helicopters couldn't see people. So they start. What, the police helicopters? Yeah, so they could, they start cutting the trees out. Three decades and billions of dollars later, it's still a tough place. How do you think go. politicians in Los Angeles have done running the city? It's pretty much the same people running it the same way. Politicians only really pay attention to the people that give them money. Everybody else is kind of an extra in their movie. We would love you in the scene, but we could do the scene without you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> um, do you ever give money to politicians? No. Why? I don't believe in politicians. Politicians have hidden, hidden agendas. They owe a lot of people a lot of favors. The more money you give them, the more you're, you're listened to. Now, he brings up a great point right there, Rhodes. Why is all that money going to Ukraine? Hmm. On both sides, Democrats and Republicans wasting your money, sending it to Ukraine. And they're still trying to convince us as why is that why yeah. that money needs to yeah. keep just flowing over there. And Zelensky, oh. he's still grifting for more money from the West. Think about that. <laughs> Letting all that money go out won't close the border coming in. It's, yeah. man. I, why, I, it, why are we protecting another country's borders but not ours? That's right. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So. so you've never fallen for a politician. Um, I can't say that. You know, I've had hope. And oh, the Obama thing here. Check this out. You know, dreams that, you know, this guy is going to be the guy. What did you think of Obama when he got elected? You know, for the first time, I felt proud that America took that step. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think that would ever do that and so that was a moment in time um but then you, know, you look around years go by and you know not much not much change uh, for people i know people i care about We've had six major race riots on the president's watch. Race relations have plummeted to lows not seen since the Rodney King. In Chicago, a toddler is now the latest victim of the city's deadly surge in gun violence. But it didn't change with Bush. It didn't change with Clinton. It didn't change with uh, other Bush, or Reagan, um, or Carter. It, it's so, you know, at the end of the day, it's still same results so you're describing a symbolic victory yes so he's talking about um barack hussein obama right there and i've been in barbershops roads and black people say obama didn't do nothing for black people but i'm gonna say this roads i've been saying this for the longest time many many years even before i knew you there is no politician that's gonna save you not you, one. You, you're going to need to not fix your one. own home. Trump is not going to uh, save you. Uh, Joe Biden can't save himself, so it's, that's another story. It starts with the person in the mirror. Bingo. That's what it does. Uh, and, I know. and as far as black people, man, black people still believe that, that there's going to be this savior that's going to fix everything. It's not going to happen like that. You're going to have to fix your own home. Actually, local elections are more important than national elections. 
Because, look, when Trump was in office, guess what? California is still a dumpster fire, right? Yep. Yeah. So look, look no further than the fact that they won't vote out Democrats in a place like Chicago. Yeah. I mean, and, you know. And even for L.A., man, Gavin Newsom isn't even the worst problem. I would actually say uh, George Gascon is a much bigger problem there locally than even Gavin Newsom. George Soros bought and paid. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm just keeping it real. I mean, he may be he may be arguably the most radical DA in the country. Um Alvin Bragg's like, giving him a run for his money. Yeah, well, Kim Fox did too in in True. Chicago. So Yep. All right. Let's go. In a lot of ways, yes. And then came George Floyd and the beginning of what we were told was a second civil rights movement. If there was going to be liberation in the wake of the Floyd riots, this is where you'd see the effects. Three years ago, a bunch of big companies put hundreds of millions of dollars into Black Lives Matter. Threw them a lot of money. Did that improve the neighborhood you grew up in? Whenever you do that, most of the time, it's a lot of people siphoning that money off the top. Yeah. And, <laughs> and right. the kicker is a lot of people say they're going to give the money, but they don't even give the money. They make the pledge and never write the check? Yeah, they just get the article wrote. Everybody think they're great, and they never, they never even give the money. <laughs> Big three. These days. Now, this is where he really goes in on the NBA. Ice Cube is in the sports business. He and a partner started a new professional basketball league called Big Three. Strangely, this is one form of black empowerment that the NBA doesn't seem to like. It does seem like the Big Three, I'm not pitching your business, but it it does seem like the idea behind it would be consistent with what the NBA says they're about. Without a doubt. You know, the NBA is full of great slogans and they, they write Black Lives Matter on the court, and they do all those things, but pretty full of shit when it's when the rubber meets the road, you know. Bad. Ice Cube taking a shot at the NBA. They're pretty full putting, of shit. Putting BLM on the court, and yet they don't really support him. A black man running a business. Why? I believe the NBA thinks that he is competition for them in a way. Small competition. And they don't want nothing to do with him. Look, that the NBA get, gets in bed with the BLM. LeBron James runs his mouth about everything on the planet. Yeah. No, again, I don't see none of you running. Uh, nobody's walking the streets on a Monday morning with BLM shirts on. And a, a BLM flag walking the streets of Chicago in outrage over what just happened over the previous weekend. Nobody. Nobody. Yep. And my my gut feeling is you're too chicken shit. You know you're going to get your ass shot off if you end yeah. up going down there. Yeah. I mean, Le- you don't care. They, LeBron, LeBron is not in South Central L.A. He's in Brentwood. <laughs> he, he's in O.J. country. Oh, yeah. I mean, we al- we already know. Right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's why they put the slogans on the court, so they won't have to do anything. It's Just a thought. Slogan. I don't know. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's as easy as saying we're going to donate $100 million to, you know, it's like an easy thing to do. All they got to do is call up the graphics guy and, and approve the comp. So you're starting to make me think this could be a scam. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm just saying it's easy for them to put that on the court. It takes a little more effort to really care to to work with a, a league like the Big Three. You know, you know what? I'm going to stop right there again. You remember, Rhodes, um, the NBA came out with their Social Justice Award? Who won yeah. it this past season? Who won it? I don't even know. Steph I, Curry. I yeah. Okay. Steph Curry. Steph Curry, the same guy that actually went out of his way to tell tell this uh, community boy, hey, we don't want poor black people by us rich folks. Remember, they were going to put um, 
uh, housing next to his neighborhood. He's like, nah, we don't want these people out here. And they gave him a social justice award. These people, man, they full of shit, man. It's one big, one big virtue signal, man. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. And and I can tell sometimes they give that money just so they don't have to literally, literally be physically involved. Like we don't want to physically be involved in any way. Here's some money. Oh, we're out. Let's yeah. let's scoot back over here. And it's still crazy that they gave all this money to an organization that nobody decided to vet in any way whatsoever. Right. right. You really got to want to make a difference. The NBA is run by a cringing neoliberal called Adam Silver. Quote, we're completely committed to standing for social justice and racial equality, Silver once announced. It's part of the DNA of this league. And yet, according to Ice Cube, Adam Silver has done his best to strangle the black-owned Big Three in its crib. When people think basketball, they think Silver, don't you think? Adam Silver, he kind of embodies the spirit of basketball. <laughs> yeah, you know. Was he a, what team did he play on uh, during his career? I think he played on the New York Lawyers. He's <laughs> <laughs> starting forward on the New York Lawyers. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, he rode the bench. Come on, man. <laughs> rode the pine. Water boy. <laughs> you can see why Ice Cube is considered one of the least obedient entertainers in L.A. It's a trip. I used to walk these streets and well, that's get all you. the stars. That's you on stuff. the bus. Yeah. This was a trip. Should we get See out these stars. No. <laughs> nah. Unless they're going to give us a little money from the hood tour, life tours. You know what I mean? Break us off 20%, man. <laughs> the world's most dangerous group. Yes. So I noticed this about every year or two, I read some story about you, and the subtext is always the same, which is, you know, stay in your lane. I wouldn't be here if I stayed in my lane. I just never wanted to have that life. You know, I never wanted to be controlled. How, how many times have you been pulled aside by people who are trying to control you? What they, what they usually do is go talk to people that's in, you know, my circle. Yeah. And try to get them to try to convince them that they need to convince me that I need to take a different position. Um, so that's kind of how I get. On um, what topics? Um, you know, it's been on, you know, the vaccine. The Hollywood Reporter says go. actor Ice Cube is saying no to a nine million dollar payday because he won't say yes to the COVID vaccine. The actor and rapper was set to co-star in a new comedy, Oh Hell No, alongside Jack Black. But when producers requested all cast members get a COVID vaccine, Ice Cube backed out. It's not a request. It was a demand. Of course. Because if of it course. was a request, he would still been able to work. But they no, it's not a request. It was a requirement take- of that employment, according right. to them, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Yep. The vax. Um, you, you had a direct order to take it. You were told to take it. Yeah. I, I'm not real good with direct orders, <laughs> but on a whole nother note. <laughs> um, I, but it was a command. I didn't. I mean, they told, I'm sorry. They told you. I mean, they couldn't have been clearer about yeah, it. Yeah, it was pretty clear. Uh, <laughs> uh, did you take it? Of course not. Yeah, no. It, it wasn't ready. You know, it. It was, it was six month, you know, kind of rush job, and and I didn't feel safe. But they told you you were safe. I know what they said. <laughs> I know what they said, and I heard them. I heard them loud and clear. But it's it's not their decision. There's no repercussions if they're wrong. But I get all the repercussions if they're wrong. Was, was it a tough call for you? No, it wasn't a tough call. You know, I wanted it to be an example for my kids, you know, really make sure they didn't take it either. Show them that I, you know, I wanted to stand on my convictions and that I was willing, you know, to lose $9 million and more because we've probably lost more 
you know, since then. The idea is that people who stand on their convictions are heroes. They're brave. They have principles. You know, they're the people we look to for inspiration. But in this case, with this decision and these principles, you were not hailed as a hero. No. You were attacked. Why won't you get the vaccine, man? Hey, look, man, I'd just rather be myself then take that vaccine like you other three billion bozos. <laughs> I never told anyone not to get vaccinated publicly. That was never my message to the world. I didn't even want people to know whether I got vaccinated or not. I was pretty upset that that even came out because you know, I was just gonna quietly, you know, just not take it and deal with the consequences as they came. Do you know anyone who was injured by the vaccine? I do. And they suffer every day. And it's, it's hard to watch. Suffering in silence is not the answer all the time. You know, sometimes you gotta let people know what's going on so you can actually move the needle. Choose to be vocal. If it's true, why can't I say it? <laughs> well, you can't say it because it is true. <laughs> there it is. Now, that's the problem with the world today. That, There's no penalty problem. for lying. No one's ever punished for lying. It's only telling the truth. It gets you in trouble. Ain't that something? That's true. Yeah, that is so true. Thinking something is not a crime. Saying it is not a crime. You know what I mean? So I just tell what's real. You know, if, if the truth hurts, say ouch. There you have it, guys. Ice Cube and Tucker right there. When is Ice Cube going to start aging? Isn't he like 53 <laughs> or something? <laughs> Man, I got to tell you. And, of course, I saw this this morning. And and my next goal was to immediately go sort of look at the reaction. And the level of ignorance from some people over this, I mean... Let's just keep it real. Ice Cube, he's now an Uncle Tom. He's now a coon. You 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 insert it in a whatever derogatory bullshit remarks you can think of. He was getting drugged this morning, selling out black people. I don't understand it. I don't. And get, I don't get. Guess what though? It, Ice Cube don't that, give a shit. It's that mindset right there as to why. We're having trouble coming together as a country. Yeah. I mean, we that's one of the best examples of how two people that, and let's, you know, Ice Cube's political ideology certainly doesn't align in every facet as Tucker Carlson's. We know mm -hmm. that. No, no. But that's how two completely separate dudes can sit in a car and have a completely constructive, productive friendly conversation and actually start working things out and start actually, you know, putting notches to towards some kind of a goal. No, right. nobody's even hearing of that this morning. Yep. He's ignorant. Oh, he's selling out black people, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, do you even listen to yourself? It's ice cube. You're talking about here for crying out loud. He's anti-establishment. You're fine being part of the establishment? Is that what you're okay with? Is that what you you got to have the government to tell you what you can and can't do? Wow, that sound that feels and sounds a hell of a lot like slavery to me. Yep. I'm keeping it yep. real. Slave slaves to the government, man. That I, that that's a problem right there. Slaves <laughs> to the government. That was that was a good episode right there of um Tucker on Twitter right there. That's not even the episode. That was like a preview. Yeah, yeah, it's like a preview. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he's going to have like this whole um, two-hour interview with Ice Cube like uh, he did with Andrew Tate. That's what right I'm there. guessing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, got Super Chats here that came in. Uh, we appreciate it. Appreciate these uh, Super Chats here. Sam Wynn for $20. Happy birthday and speedy recovery, friends. Uh, thank you. God bless uh, President Trump and God bless our country, USA, USA. Well, thank you, Sam Wynn. 
We appreciate the uh, the patriotism right there. And uh, let me go ahead and give you this one right here. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's what made you did. I lied. I think that's become my favorite one. That may be become my favorite one there. Uh, we got another um, super chat here from Never Summer one sixty five dollars. They did the Harvey Weinstein thing. You need to let me um, put this in your body if you want to work here. He's, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, that, that, you know, that's a good one it, right there. That's a good way of putting it. Certainly is. Yeah, that's a really good one right there. Um, thank you for that uh, donation. Uh, let's go with uh, this one here. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change. Appreciate those uh, donations that um, that came in right there. We appreciate it. You know what's become dangerous? What's become dangerous is losing the ability to be objective and ask questions. Yeah, you're, you're not, not even allowed al- to ask questions anymore. You're not they even allowed to ask questions. It. That's right. You can't they want ask you questions. to shut up and take it and nothing more. Without I mean, being labeled a conspiracy theorist, you're not allowed to ask objective questions about things that are going on in today's society. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know what, man? I'm wondering, like, some of these uh, jab Weird. mandates, some of these jab mandates um, to go and work. I'm wondering if they were actually truly, really enforcing it. Okay? Because, like, in my old job, they were trying to make people go back to work. And they, they, they didn't say you had to get the jab. Okay? But if you wanted to go to the office, they wanted you to have the jab. So they made you fill out this questionnaire and to go to the office. Now, I'd already left before then. So from from what I actually understand is you have to fill out this questionnaire. But however, they never verified your job status. They never did. I guess they kind of knew like, you know what? We probably can't really enforce this. So we'll we'll put the question on there, but we ain't going to really verify if you got the jab or not. I believe that's what happened. Yeah, that could have gotten very interesting if they decided to actually actually show me proof. On the questionnaire, it said, uh, did you get the jab? But once you filled out your questionnaire, there was nothing. There was no verification on anything. So. Yeah. Um, we got another topic here. Let me go over here um, to. Um, OK, we're all caught up on donations. Rhodes, let's talk about Bronny James, man. Yeah. Yesterday and people were talking about it in the chat. Bronny James actually ended up um, having a cardiac arrest at summer practice, summer workout. For the uh, USC uh, Trojans, because he's, he's actually going to be playing there. Uh, hopefully, he's able to play this fall. Okay, because the updated status is he's doing better. Don't know what actually caused him to have cardiac arrest. But we found out something yesterday that was pretty shocking. This ain't the first time it's actually happened with a USC basketball player. Because a year ago, another player... At a USC summer basketball workout, collapse also with cardiac arrest. Bronny James's teammate. What are the odds, Rhodes, that this would happen yet again at USC? No, nobody pre- knew about pretty this. Pretty strange. Pretty strange. Yeah. Nobody knew about this because nobody was talking about athletes having cardiac arrest until Demar Hamlin Monday Night Football in January. 
Nobody was talking about it. We said that was probably the most public thing that all of a sudden right. made everybody stand up, pay attention. Holy and crap, it, what's going on? This world-class athlete. I, I and it started I, look, working because you you started getting all these stories about these athletes collapsing. Well, and I know I know what they said happened to him, but I mean, I think that's a little odd that to this day Michael Strahan sat across from him and point blank asked him something, and he said, "No, nah, I'm not comfortable saying." Yeah. Well, eventually, he came out. Eventually, he came out and said it. It was um, Comeo Cortis, but Comeo Cortis, yeah, but. Why would you have an issue saying those two words? That's a thing that does happen. Yeah. So why was that co- so controversial when you were asked the question point blank? And that then don't on make that clip, sense. Then on, on that clip, with, yeah, on that clip with um, Michael Strahan, it was edited because after he said that, it cut to another clip. So we don't know the follow up. Uh, Michael Strahan actually said, did, "Did he ask why don't you want to talk about it?" But anyway, man. After Bronny James' story got out there, this actually came out here. This actually says what happened to Vincent Imuchukwu. I don't know if I'm pronouncing the name correct. Bronny James' USC teammate also suffered cardiac arrest. This was a year ago, and the circumstances seem to be very similar. I mean... Almost to the date, Rhodes. Look at this. It says this is the second straight year in which a USC player has suffered cardiac arrest. Trojan center Vincent Imuchuku went into cardiac arrest during a summer workout on July 1st, 2022. Same month. Cardiac arrest. Hmm. It says, in, but he in, managed to recover and rejoin the team last season, which is good. In, in, in coincidentally, radic, radically restrictive California, just pointing that out. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, but we got details on this one here. It says, Imochuku was performing well during a summer workout, but USC assistant coach Eric Mobley noticed something looked off when Imochuku grabbed the rebound with less force than usual. As players took a break, Mobley called overhead coach Andy um, Enfield to alert him that Iwuchuku uh, didn't look right. Quote, I sat down. I just got like super dizzy out of nowhere. I was about to uh, drink my water and I was like, bro, I'm so dizzy. Iwuchuku said, and bam, that's all I remembered. After Iwuchuku collapsed, USC trainers on. Uh, John Yonamin, Aaron uh, Tillman, and uh, Lauren Crawford immediately responded, deploying the um, AED and administering uh, CPR. Mobley um, remembered, I'm sorry, um, Mobley um, repeatedly yelled at uh, Iwuchuku, who later recognized the seriousness of the situation. Uh, quote, I started hearing um, Coach Mobley's voice like, get up, Vince, get up, Vince, don't dial me. In my head, I was like, don't die on me. What does he mean, don't die? So I'm like, I got to get up. Uh, Iwuchuku uh, did wake up after the shock, and he was moved into an ambulance. He was hospitalized for a few days, but there was no clear explanations for the incident. Really? It was described as a freak accident similar to DeMar Hamlin's episode in the 2023 NFL game between the Bills and Bengals. He later had an implantable uh, cardio verter defibrillator uh, placed in his chest to regulate his heart rate. Early on in his recovery, Iwachuku wondered if he would ever be able to play basketball again, but he wasn't ready to let the game go. He did months of work with the training staff, and he was ultimately able to make his USC debut in January 12th uh, in a 68-61 win over Colorado. So very similar to DeMar Hamlin as far as him getting back to playing again. What are your thoughts on that, Rhodes? Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, I'm glad to see the the kid come back. My question is, what happened? <laughs> I mean, I know the article said similar to Demar Hamlin. Well, wait a minute. Did this guy have a a a literal physical force to the chest? Did I didn't hear you say that? Yeah, you didn't it say did, that, it didn't right? Say that. Okay, it did not well, say that. okay. So because we saw no, Demar Hamlin on the field, that was contact. And then he got up. Normally, by the way, he just dropped. By the way, that wasn't. We don't talk about this either. That wasn't a spike hit on Demar Hamlin. No, no, no. That no. was a textbook tackle. It was a clean, is what clean it was. hit. Clean hit. Yeah, yeah. And and the 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 helmet did not drive straight into Hamlin's chest. It was no. a turn like that. And I watched that replay a hundred times just to see if I could. It was a normal tackle. It wasn't oh, really it, that hard. No, no. This guy doesn't sound to me like he he went up for a rebound, but it doesn't it doesn't sound like he took any any kind of a blow to the chest or anything like that. So, you know, what caused his heart rhythm to all of a sudden get out of line to the point that he had to be they have to put a what a defibrillator is that what they called it a card cart yeah uh, it was cardo kind of thing card, defibrillator I think is what it is. Yeah. Which regulates the electricity in your. Um, you got a plumbing side to your heart, and you got an electrical side. This is mm-hmm. the electrical side, most likely. Yeah. So. And this is happening all in young athletes. That's the most baffling part, right there. Very confusing. I mean, look, we we started seriously doing the sports thing August 2020, and there was a massive gap in there. And we didn't hear anything about any of this. No. You you want to know the last you know? time I actually heard about a player really having cardiac arrest? Before this year? You got to go all the way back to Hank Gathers. Really. That was like 30-something years ago. Maybe there was another athlete out there that had cardiac arrest, but I can't think of it. Um, Definitely not on this scale right here where you're seeing it multiple people a month, at least. Yeah, well, there was, I mean, it was caused by cocaine, but the only other one I I could think of was Lynn Bias. Yeah, that was Lynn Bias, yeah. And it was cocaine-related. I mean, he had a heart attack or or cardiac arrhythmia associated with that, and that's what put him down. But you get the point. I mean, it, it there was drugs involved with that. You know right. what I'm saying? He had a problem in Lynn Bias, man. That was talking about, man, he could have been an all-time great. Oh, shit. They, remember, he, he, got, he got drafted. He never played a game, I believe, because he had died, like, what, days later? The world yeah. stopped. I remember that. When it yeah. happened, that was as about as much as, as, as the world could get taken over by a sports story back then. Was and some people are bringing up Reggie Lewis. I'm a you know a Celtics fan. Yeah, Reggie Lewis back in the day. Yeah, Reggie Lewis. Uh, I can't. What happened to Reggie? I can't remember. I, can't. I don't even really remember. Now, uh, probably got to look that up. Yeah, sudden cardiac death at 27 years old. Oh, okay. Sudden cardiac death. I'm wow. looking for his actual. But still, he Reggie had a Lewis large was, heart. Okay. Now, Reggie Lewis was, but like I said, Reggie Lewis was, what, 30 years ago too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. God, that, I can't even believe it's been that long, but yeah. Yeah. Man. All right. Um, Rhodes, what wow. else you got on? I'm going to tell you how weird this is. What? <laughs> Reggie Lewis died uh, in, 19, in July 27th, 1993. Tomorrow will be the anniversary wow. of Reggie Lewis dying. Isn't Man. that weird? God, yeah. that's weird. Man. All right, Rhodes. What 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 you got on deck, man? I've got uh, I've got a couple of things. I, oh, I don't. Oh, oh. Since we're already on sports, yeah. You know the one we talked about. Well, I've got a couple that we can talk about that both have something to do. One of them's got something to do with LeBron. The other one's got something to do with. And I'll no, just let's, I'll let's bring, talk about the Brittany Griner one, man. I'll, I'll, let's just I'll go bring and do a, it. I'll bring a smile on everybody's face. Let's go over to a website called 
auto straddle. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm sure many of you are wondering who is the tallest of the lesbians. I, I'm, I can't wait to see the chat on this article. My, my question is, so Rhodes, good. my question yeah. is, who, yeah. who, who actually cares? Well, well, John, somebody sat down and they thought to themselves, well, you know what I wonder? Who the tallest lesbian is? I bet that's going to be Brittany Griner. Is that something? Is that Brittany Griner? Wow. It, let's look. Let's find out. Once upon a time at a WNBA game at the Crypto.com Arena, we got to talking about how tall various members of the L.A. Sparks were, which was a delightful topic for me. Why? Why is this a delightful topic? A tall lesbian person who loves to guess how tall other people are. Okay, so the lady that wrote this was I, is, I guess, a tall uh member of the alphabet community eventually we left the emotional realm of the l of los angeles to discuss a very specific tall basketball player currently playing for a team headquartered in the scorching desert of phoenix and that's right folks it's Brittany griner brave stunning courageous and now celebrated for her being the tallest lesbian in the world that's right and, and, guys, I shit you not, that's where we're headed. How tall, I was asked, is BG? I replied confidently she's 6'8 or 6'9. And that this made her the tallest lesbian in the world. <laughs> what? <It's laughs> oh, my God, I can't wait to see the chat. This is almost oh. definitely not true. There are definitely taller lesbians and bisexual women out there, right? Question mark. I added the right, folks, because I know you're wondering. Maybe one of you is reading this post right now. I know I am with uh, breath I can hardly contain. But as far as widely known, famous queer women, I felt relatively confident that I was correct that BG would easily snag the top spot. As it so often happens, I need to find out if I was correct. And here we are reading this post. As usual, my caveat that this is hardly a comprehensive list. And don't worry, folks. She celebrates other tall-ass lesbians in this article. I know a lot of lesbian and bisexual people over six foot tall. But we're limiting the scope here to actors, athletes, or models. Let's just look. 1% of women are 6 foot tall or over. The average height is 5 foot 4 inches. The tallest woman on the planet is 26-year-old Rumasi Gild, born in Turkey, who stands just over 7 foot tall, but it seems they left out whether or not she liked the chicks. So... Dude, what I found out as I was looking at this article in disbelief that it was even set down and typed into a computer and then somebody hit enter into a blog was, Jesus, is anybody in the WNBA not gay? That's what I, I that was my question that I came uh, away with. Is anybody not know. gay? I don't really know, man. Uh, I, Natasha, I, no, I know Natasha Howard, six foot two. She's a member of the Dallas yeah. Wings. Look at well, look at look at this one. Jordan Horst, Horston, six two. Jordan is uh that's a woman? Question mark. That's a woman, John. Well, we Ooh. know whenever um, Angel Reese goes to WNBA, uh, she's in the dudes. She got a um, Candace Parker is actually straight. She's married to a man. Emma Cannon is 6'2". Uh, let's scroll down. Uh, uh, they got Candace Parker on here as a lesbian. What? Is that right? Yeah, this, not, is, this is all famous lesbians. Wait a minute, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I looked it up because I could have sworn Candace Parker. I, I thought she was straight, too, but wait, wait, they've, wait, got, wait. they've got her on here as being brave, stunning, and courageous. I don't think that's right. Six foot four. 
Because, see, the lady above her, Judy Gold, is a lesbian comedian who happens to be six foot three. Um, I don't think that's right. Uh, <laughs> right here, Candace Parker is... Candace Parker is married to Sheldon Williams, who played college basketball at Duke and also played in the NBA. She has a daughter with him. Um, they split. Um, uh, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, she married oh, she a woman. Is. She married she a is. woman. All right. We missed this here. In 2021. Yep. Anna Petrakova. That is a Russian basketball player. So. Oh. Oh, she I did not know his, that. I could have swore she was still married to to um to Sheldon oh, Williams. Wow. I didn't I didn't I didn't know she was part of the the alphabets now. Unbelievable. Who who knew? I'm Divorce. wondering, man. Huh. Wow. I'm wondering, man, if just being around I don't know. No, I'm not Is it that. a is it a prereq? To be in the to be in the alphabet community and be in the WNBA, it seems I don't know. Dewana Bonner, six foot four, Connecticut Sun. My goodness, Brianna Stewart, dude. The hell, I thought she was uh, straight. Uh, no, no, no I, a, I knew she, I knew she was a lesbian. Yeah, but didn't she just didn't she just have a kid? Like have a kid? Um, I don't think she gave birth to a kid. Oh, no. she didn't. Okay, no. So, in other words, she had somebody uh, do the dirty work for her? Is yeah. that what we're Al- saying? Elena Deladon, I mean, she, she's a lesbian. Um, Donna Sarasi, Ste- lesbian. Stephanie Dawson, six foot five. Uh, I don't she's know. She's a lesbian. She plays for the New York Liberty. That shows you how much we know about this league because, I mean. Yeah, there's Elena Deladon right there, sits five. And she's a lesbian. Yeah. Wow. Okay, and yes, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm gonna. It's probably ninety percent of the WNBA. <laughs> uh, oh wait, wait, wait! We we made it to the end. Let me let me do this in my best Brittany Griner voice. Brittany Griner is six foot nine. Played at Baylor at six foot nine. Phoenix Mercury WNBA player Brittany Griner is the number one tall lesbian on this list. I'm really happy to be here at the All Star Game. I can't wait. I can't believe they went out of their way. I can't believe they went out of their way. Bitch, got a list on it. Yeah, deeper than mine. Stop it. I mean, God. I mean, somebody, somebody literally sat down. And when I saw this, I'm gonna be honest with you. I just laughed my ass off. I was like, Oh, I'm sharing this with the chat. I mean, there, there's no way. I, I just couldn't even believe it. I was like, you sat down to write an article. Number one, y'all will celebrate lesbians and alphabets over a bunch of nothing. Y'all will literally, you will write an article to prop them up and give them a trophy over anything you can think of. Yep. Manny Lamont is breaking news right here. Brittany Griner is replacing James Earl Jones as the voice of Darth (laughs) Vader. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Hilarious. Yeah, your yeah. voice is not deep enough, Rhodes. Yikes. Is my voice deeper than yours? I don't know. What? My, you, I don't know. I, I guess say I, what? <laughs> I think our voices are probably about the same. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. I'm uh, just listening let, to my headphones. Let me, sound pretty close. Let, wait, let me switch back over to my Brittany Griner voice. Trans Vader. He will get a new. He will have a rainbow suit. Yeah. Miss um, McGee says uh, your voice is not um, deep enough for hoods. <laughs> oh man. I used to work on a phone too, so that kind of. I I was told I had a pretty deep voice, but I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Uh, dude, I've got a couple of others, or we can call it a day. It's whatever you want to do. It's up to you, man. It's up to you. Well, we can go with something weird then, and I do think this is weird, and I find it interesting, but it's weird, and it's tragic at the same time. Oh, man. Here we go. Yeah. Yikes. Three people found dead in a car 
And North Carolina gas station police identify them. All three guys are Marines. What? Yeah. Yeah. And and guess where they're stationed, John? Or were stationed? Camp Lejeune. Hmm. Does that ring a bell? You know, yeah, all man. the ads on television for the lawsuits involving people that were at oh, a particular yeah. place between yah, yah, yah years and yah, yah, yah years. Come get your money. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Police said that three people found dead inside of a car parked at a gas station in Hampstead, North Carolina, were identified as U.S. Marines. A missing persons report on Sunday at 9 a.m. led police to a Speedway convenience store where they discovered three deceased people inside of a parked Lexus sedan. After an investigation, police revealed on Tuesday the three deceased people were Marines stationed at Camp Lejeune military base. Quote, there does not appear to have been any threat any threat to the members of the community. So they're saying the Marines weren't a threat to the community. Officials said deaths did not appear to be suicides. There were no signs of foul play. There were no weapons, illegal drugs, or signs of an attack. It seems like it was more of an accidental death. Pender County Sheriff's but Office all Sergeant. Th- all three of them are in there, right? Uh, all three of them died. All three. How how is that accidental then? Well, uh, I'll get to that, but this is what they're thinking. The police were investigating whether carbon monoxide poisoning might have played a a part in the deaths. Officials expect autopsy reports. All three were assigned to Marine Combat Logistics Battalion 2 at the base. That's, That's crazy. That's absolutely nuts. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, carbon monoxide. But, I mean, how does that work? All that goes outside. All you, yeah. All you got to uh, do is open up the door or crack a window. You know? Yeah. I don't know. That It didn't make a lot of sense to me. Somebody said leaking exhaust. Wouldn't you still have... It said Alexis. Like, wouldn't you still have to be inside for that to happen? I guess I don't. Yeah. That's, I don't know, man. I mean, Hillary Clinton would blame MAGA for this. Yeah, probably so, knowing her. No, literally. She just blamed MAGA for climate change. Yeah, I was actually going to bring that up. Um, Also, I completely forgot. Yeah. She's blaming... MAGA Republicans for it being hot in the summer. Uh, think shit think about that. Yeah. Think about that, guys. Hillary is blaming MAGA Republicans for it being hot in the summer. <laughs> yeah. You can't make this shit up, man. Okay. Look. Listen, Hillary. If you're going to blame me... For freaking hot temperatures, then I'm going to blame you for Jeffrey Epstein's death. How about that? There we go. Yeah. We're even. We're even. I- I'm blaming you for that. Yeah. What What about, um? who are you going to blame for uh, Snowmageddon out here in um in Houston and, and in Texas in wintertime? What was that, three years ago that we no, had like, that? It's like two, two years ago. Two years ago. It's like nine degrees, two and five and degrees. Yeah. Newsflash. It's winter. They got below freezing here. Yeah. We yeah. got a we got 13, 14 inches of snow during that. Yeah. I mean, we didn't have that much here. It was just actually it was more colder, colder than anything. And actually, you know what? I went outside in that nine degree weather to see what it actually felt like. It really it wasn't just because I've been in the twenties and um the thirties here all the time, man. That nine degrees, and I was in my you know my winter st- clothes and I had my gloves on. It really didn't feel that bad. Now I wasn't outside that long, at all. the The worst thing for me about the cold is that wind chill, yeah. and I don't think we had any yeah. wind that morning, when it was like nine degrees. 
Well, think about this. I I am upstairs on stilts on a lake. I was upstairs, trapped. Even opened the door to get out. Uh, I did not get downstairs. Uh, I went. Was it five and a half or six and a half? Maybe five and a half days without setting foot back onto the ground. Hmm. I could not get down the ramp and then down the stairs. I couldn't even get out to de-ice. De-ice. Because it, the sun never came out. We never got above freezing. So I couldn't bust my way through it. And then finally, the sun came out. We got out to up to like 38 degrees on that fifth or sixth day. I mean, we had literally been... We had like negative three, negative five as like our lows here. Damn. I had never seen that in my whole life. Yeah. You know? That is crazy, man. Def- definitely climate change, Hillary. You're right. It was yeah. Trump's fault. Yeah. So when there's another winter storm that comes in the wintertime, you know, how do they, how do they actually explain all of the evidence for, um, for boulders actually being like in New York? from glaciers from 10,000 years ago. Was that Republicans' fault? I'm sure. You want to know, you want to know how many, uh, what scientists actually say, how many times earth earth is uh, pretty much frozen. It's been like six times they believe. And the last ice age ended like 10,000 years ago. Oh, nothing to do with us. Kevin Spacey just got excused of sex charges. Yeah, I saw that he um he got they dropped the charges or something like that. I so, yeah. Did they drop it as in he made a deal or did they? No, no. I think they um I just saw it here. So did they drop it in a way he's going to start acting again? Is he going to come out of it in that way or do we know? Hell, he'll fit right in in Hollywood. That shouldn't be a problem. Well, yeah, he's already there, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just. Well, I think he's been overseas, but I'm saying they could just welcome him oh, back yeah, in with right. open arms, you know. Yeah, yeah. Anything else, Rhodes? Or nah, that are we all be, done? Yeah, I think we're done. All right, appreciate everybody. Um, we'll be back tomorrow, final live stream of the week. And uh, we have my member live stream on Friday, so click that join button. Uh, support us on um, support support us. I can't even talk right now. Sorry My about that. My God. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, support so, us on Locals or become yeah. a channel member or Thank support you. us on Spotify. You know, make sure you subscribe. Yeah. There and you go. There you go. If, if you're a channel member or anywhere, anywhere, Locals, Spotify, wherever, you get access to the member stream every Friday, 10 a.m. Central Time. Yep. What he said, guys. (laughs) All right, we're getting out of here, guys. Peace, we're out. Till next time.